Hello and welcome to another episode of Sports Shenanigans with Houston and Mullet. And we are going to be recapping week two of the NFL season, getting ready for week three of the NFL season. Um, we are recording on Friday night, so we just got the uh, Antonio Brown news a couple hours ago. Uh, we'll get into that a little. We're going to start with the games from last week. We're going to start with the Colts winning against the Titans um, in Tennessee. However, Adam Vinatieri missed two extra points of three in the game, and it was almost very costly for the Colts. Mm-hmm. So, what did you make of the game, Casey? I mean, it was good. We won. Um, I saw that Darius Leonard has a concussion that's going to miss week three, so that's not yeah. very helpful. And yeah, and Jabal Sheard's still yeah, out, too. That's what I was about to ask. And I saw that he was also going to miss this game, so that's not very happy. and not, not great to have our two best outside linebackers out, especially when we're getting ready to play Atlanta. Yeah. That's the not, home opener. Yeah, that's not very <laughs> fun at all. So that's kind of saddening. Um, I also it's hard to see Vinatieri go from the greatest of the greatest to become kind of not very good. <laughs> not yeah. it's not very good, but like he's starting to mean, decline. I mean, he's missed a lot. That's he's true. Not very good. Not a lot of. NFL kickers miss as much as he has these last two games. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I bring I, Pat back. I no, he already tried. Um, because <laughs> the, the, he went up to work out for the Bears, and then he said, "I worked out for the Bears, and my knee swelled up." And I said, "Nope, not doing this." Um. Oh no, I'm just saying have him hold it. I'm not saying let him kick uh, it. Just have him hold it. Well, I think the holds a bit. I think everything's been pretty fine. I well, I'm just talking. It's Pat. Pat will just yell at Vinatieri <laughs> or love on Vinatieri. I don't know what he does. Oh, I thought so. Vinatieri missed the first extra point, and it was like, what is going on? And then he made the second one. It was like, okay, it's out of his system. And then he missed the third one, <laughs> and it was like, what is going on? Um. Because these are extra points. I mean, it's not... They're just chip shots. And it almost cost... I mean, the game was 17-13 instead of 17-14. And then it was 19-17 instead of 20 or 21-17 to put us up at least a field goal. So we've got to be able to make these, especially... We're a team that's not going to be blowing people out. If we're winning, it's going to be relatively close. Yeah. Um. And I just I don't know what's going on. I I know uh, he had an injury on his left leg, and that's his plant leg. So they said he hasn't been planting like he normally does. But uh, something's got to get worked out. They did say there was speculation of whether or not he was going to retire. Uh, because after the game, he said he wasn't going to talk to the media, but he would talk to them on Monday, uh, to which it was like, you guys aren't here on Monday. And he's like, I will talk. You will see me. And, it, and then everyone was like, oh, he's going to have a press conference like to announce his retirement. Uh, but it turns out that just for the entirety of his career, Open Locker Media Day has been on Monday, and this year it's different. Um, so he was just in his old routine. But... Uh, Frank Wright came out and said that Adam is the kicker. Vinatieri talked about how he's going to be focusing on getting rid of demons uh, in his mind right now. Um, I mean, the Colts could be two and zero after be after the first two weeks being road games, one against the Chargers and one against the division in Tennessee. Um, so we're one and one, which isn't terrible. Oh no. Uh, which I mean, that's about as good as we were hoping for, yeah. given the Chargers and Tennessee on the road. But 
we could be 2-0 if Vinatieri wasn't struggling. Um, and that obviously wasn't what we came into this year being worried about. No, not at all. <laughs> um, I mean, to, to think that Indianapolis has a kicker problem with Adam Vinatieri on the team is a little concerning. But we'll see if he's able to bounce back against the Falcons this week. The Speaking of the Falcons... They played Sunday night football against the Eagles, and it looked like the Eagles had pulled it out with some amazing plays by Carson Wentz. But the Falcons went right back and beat them. I think it was a fourth down when they threw a screen to Julio Jones, and he took it all the way uh, to the end zone on one of the biggest plays of the weekend. Um, And... Uh, so Julio Jones saves the day for the Falcons and puts him up 24 to 20, and that and that would be your final score. Julio also passed Roddy White for Atlanta's all-time receiving record, which he's got 66. He just signed a new deal for 66 million dollars, and he's the highest-paid receiver again. So mm-hmm. he should be up there. What did you did you have any thoughts on the Falcons Eagles game? The mm, only thought I have on the game is that Julio has turned over a new leaf and is scoring touchdowns now. And yeah. So they're going to be a really dangerous team if Julio is now scoring touchdowns. Because before, Julio was just getting yards and then would score two touchdowns a season, it felt like. Now, there's yeah, one yeah. every week. Oh, that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I, I took away Carson Wentz. So the Eagles... Deshaun Jackson went down out early. Alshon Jeffrey went down out early. Nelson Aguilar then got hurt, but didn't came back in. Carson Wentz is banged up. The Eagles yeah. might be battling some injuries. They um, also lost the second tight end. Gobert, I think, is his name. Yeah, and Ertz came out for a play, too. Um, a lot of all, Like, everybody kind of got a little banged up, at least on the offense there in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um so that might be something to keep an eye on, especially with Carson Wentz coming off two straight years of being out at the end of the year. Um, the Seahawks beat the Steelers. Here was a big storyline. Big Ben Roethlisberger hurts his elbow. He's out for the year. It was a non-contact injury, which those are always the ones that you worry the most about. He just kind of threw the ball, and that was it. Um, I mean... <laughs> So the Steelers lost 28 to 26 to the Seahawks. James Conner also got injured in that game. Um, it looks like, I mean, some some of the Steelers faithful are confident in Rudolph. I did get a message from Peter Mercer who sent us an email last week about how he still believed the Steelers had a good chance, and he said his thoughts haven't changed. But uh, mine have. Uh, mine have. Yeah, I I think. I think the Steelers' season's pretty much done at this point. Juju wasn't doing great with Ben. Nah. Uh, I don't think that's going to improve with Rudolph. I, I think the Steelers will be – but interesting development. The Steelers then this week traded a first-round pick this year for Minka Fitzpatrick, which Ben goes down. That pick might be a top 5-8 pick. <laughs> Mm-hmm. To the Dolphins, I should say. Yeah. Um, for Minka Fitzpatrick. And to add in him on the defense <laughs> when the team isn't really going to be doing much. I mean, I'm, I suppose he helps if your offense is limited, but mm-hmm. um, it's just all interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only thing that's like good for the offense with having Rudolph is, I think, is it James Washington? Yeah. James Washington and Mason Rudolph played at the same college, I believe. So they have that. James Washington looked really good in the preseason, and that was probably who was throwing him the wall then. Yep. And so they have that connection. And so you may see Washington explode for the rest of the year while Juju just kind of like is the middle, kind of like, okay, guy. Um, nice. Just, I have I, him on my fantasy team. Yeah, nice. I have Juju. Um, <laughs> But that's not to say that Juju can't have a good year, even with this happening. Um, I think this is the turning point for the Steelers, obviously, because they've lost everybody, it feels like. Um, 
they Big Ben probably should. I think he should retire. I don't think he's that great. When you th- last year he looked good, but he threw the ball six hundred times. I'm gonna look good if I throw the ball six hundred times. I don't but, know. There could be six hundred interceptions. I, that's true. And it's, <laughs> like he threw it so much that like it's kind of it looks better than what it probably was. Uh, they lost Le'Veon Bell. No matter what anybody says, Le'Veon Bell is a good running back. Um, he, not, he, not to say James Conner isn't. Le'Veon Bell still looked very good, even though the Jets had no quarterback Monday exactly. night. So he's a good running back. Um, even with Antonio Brown having all of his weird issues, which we'll talk about later, um, he was the best receiver in the league, potentially, you could argue, while he was with the Steelers. Um, yeah, probably the best receiver that Ben played with. Yeah, so like, and all of those players are gone now, so now it's if I was in the Steelers organization, I would be looking into the future, like see what Mason Rudolph. Obviously, they're gonna have to see what he does, but like I wouldn't have traded for Minka because yeah, because maybe that pick ends up high, and then you can take a quarterback from this year. Yeah, you could take Tua, or you can take Justin Herbert. You could get a really good quarterback for this year and pull an Aaron Rodgers and just let the Tua sit behind Big Ben for a while. Yeah, I don't think that would happen, but yeah, but it's really interesting to see why they traded for Minka. I mean, I don't quite understand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, I think this season's done. I did see someone compare them to the Oklahoma City Thunder of the NFL. Because Oklahoma City had Durant and Harden and Westbrook and Ibaka and gradually lost each one and over a relatively short period of time. Yeah. And uh, the Steelers had Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell and Ben and they never won anything and neither did (laughs) the Thunder. And yeah, so I saw I saw those comparisons start coming out. Another big injury that happened. So the Rams beat the Saints 27 to nine. Um, Drew Brees got injured. He's not out for the season, but he's out for six weeks with a torn ligament in his thumb. Um, he had to stay in LA to get see the doctor and get surgery and everything. What do you think of what do you think of the Rams based on the win, and what do you make of the Saints going forward? I mean, any team. Well, no, I'm not gonna say any team because the Dolphins still going to beat them. Um, most teams in the league would be a team like the Saints when they lose Drew Brees. Because mm-hmm. um, Drew Brees is that good of a player. Um, so it's not much to see them beat them because like, you kind of expect that when you lose the, the quarterback. Um, and then like Teddy Bridgewater comes in, hasn't really played in quite a few years. He plays in like garbage time. Um so it's good to see them win, though, because if they'd lost, they'd looked really, really, really bad, and we've been pretty concerned. But, <laughs> I mean, it's not – you don't need to take a ton from it. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you think of the Saints the rest of the year now? Um, this It's – they signed Bridgewater back over free agency this year, so, like, good for them because if they didn't, they would have – I don't even know who. Yeah, um, but Jason Hill. Yeah, but he's he's just a, he. I don't know what he plays. He <laughs> plays everywhere. But I think that they will be an okay team. Um, they're not going to be what they are or were because you can't replace Drew Brees. Um, everybody on the team is going to go as like production's going to go down. Camaras may go up a little bit because they're going to try and run the ball more. Um, but it also went down against the Rams. Uh, yeah. So, like, it's hard to tell. I don't think they're going to – I think in these six weeks that Breeze is out, they're probably going to lose half of them. I mean, that's just – Yeah, it might go three and three. Yeah, go three and three. They do have a fairly up-and-down schedule. So they have about three easy teams and three harder teams. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who they're playing. I just know with Teddy Bridgewater as the quarterback, I would say three and three. But they could pull it out, and 
they could Saints may be like, hey, Drew Brees, you can retire now. Uh, we have Teddy, but I doubt that'll happen. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think the Saints could come out if they if they come out of this and they're three and three and they're four and four when Brees gets back and then they try and make a run then mm. go like six and two the rest of the way. Um, but it definitely is harder now. Yeah, much harder now. Um, the other storyline that came out of this was that the referees had a blown call. And it probably wouldn't have been as much of a story if it hadn't have been a blown call against the Saints while they were playing the Rams, <laughs> echoing what happened last year in the conference final uh, when they had a horrendous blown call that uh, didn't lose the game for the Saints, but took away the win, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, the So, <laughs> uh, after the game, defensive end Cam Jordan, who was very vocal all offseason about the refs, uh, made a comment saying uh, that normally, you know, they let those plays go on and then they figure it out and for whatever reason, they blew it dead. But usually they do that in any footlocker. He I'm, he means referee could <laughs> tell you that. So um, obviously the Saints not happy with the call. It would have put them up 10-3 at the time, uh, maybe swing the momentum a little more in their favor after losing Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead they were they got it where the – spot of the ball was and then it didn't turn out into anything but um i don't know i think the the refs seem to be getting worse the, I, I, it's a tough spot to be in but <laughs> it seems like there's more and more calls that are qu- questionable every year the chiefs beat the raiders 28 to 10 the only thing that came out of this game was that Patrick Mahomes had 278 yards in the second quarter, which is the second most in the last 40 years of yards in a quarter by a quarterback. Um, that's, I mean, there's one to win. Um, the Ravens beat the Cardinals, but just barely, 23-17. to 17. I can't tell how good the Cardinals are. <laughs> I can't either. Um I think this game shows more, whereas last week, yeah, they played the I, they played the Lions, right, last week? Yeah, yeah and they tied them. Yeah, they so came like, back. Yeah. yeah. So last week, you, you don't get much from that. It's the first game, blah, blah, blah. This week, I think with them playing the Ravens and the Ravens having a good defense, I think it, it doesn't prove anything. But it definitely puts you on notice that, like, hey, Cliff's system um, might actually be working. Um, Larry Fitzgerald is back as the man in the NFL, like one of the top five wide receivers probably. Uh, which oh, is, which, wait. What did Bo say a few weeks ago? What? what? I, I'm just saying. I never <laughs> expected this. But it it's – it shows there's potential that they could be really good. Unfortunately, Larry probably doesn't have time to wait. Of, on. He doesn't have time to wait, which to means be really, really good. Yes. Um, but they, it proves that the Cardinals could be something in a couple years. Yeah, Kyler Murray has 650 yards in the first two games, so some, and so something's working out. Um, yeah. yeah. The Cowboys beat the Redskins 31 to 21. Dak had 269, three touchdowns, one interception. That's more like it. I told you it wasn't he wasn't going to do 400 every week. Nah. Zeke got back up into 111 in a touchdown. Adrian Peterson moved into fifth all-time with rushing touchdowns. Um Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh the Patriots beat the Dolphins 43-0. to zero. Uh, The Dolphins for this season have now... Uh, 96, I think. Nope. Is it more? 
102 to 10 is the combined score from the first two weeks of the season for the Dolphins. Wow. Um, the middle number. They're outscored by. That's what I was trying to do. Yeah. Um. The uh, so. So the Dolphins are very bad. Uh, Antonio Brown caught a touchdown from Tom Brady. He's the 72nd person that Tom Brady has thrown a touchdown to. Uh, but that won't happen again, and we'll we'll get into that after, after the recap. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so the Dolphins are really bad. The Patriots have also allowed three points this year so far. Um, <laughs> so the defense is averaging one and a half points allowed a game um and the patriot what was it they have the patriot score is they've won uh a combined 76 to three nice so so about flip the dolphins um but i think the dolphins that's just going to be that's going to be a stat pattern for everybody in the league as the dolphins continue to trade away people and mm-hmm. continue to try to lose. Um, I know Dallas is playing them this week, so Dallas will be 3-0. and um, And, yeah. Just, I... The Dolphins, I think, will probably go 0-16 and not come close yeah. to winning a game. The Bills beat the Giants 28-14. to Hey Bo, yeah. Who's who's two and zero? Yeah, who have they played? They're two and zero. Who have they played? Hold on. Oh, they beat the Giants and the Jets. Oh, that's true. Hey, they have not traveled out of their state, and they played two two very bad things. (laughs) They're two and (laughs) zero. They have looked. They've looked pretty, pretty good. 17 to 16 against the Jets, 28 to 14 against the Giants. It's still. It means nothing. Okay. The only worst team they could play is the Dolphins. Well. <laughs> and they'll play them twice. Exactly. <laughs> and they'll play Why are the they going to win, though? What? Why are they going to win? Because <laughs> they play crap. Exactly. I never said that they were good. I said they might win it. Well, the New England's in the same division, so I wouldn't hold my breath. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, the only bad thing about this taken away from uh, from the Bills and Giants game um, is that I believe Devin Singletary got hurt in this game, which is the rookie running back that the Bills are very high on. Um, so that's not good. They have Frank Gore, who yeah. doesn't seem to ever stop running and yeah. stop playing. Um, they play the Bengals this week, who can't tackle anybody. And yeah, they play another bad team this week, so they'll probably win. Yeah. So <laughs> if you have Frank Gore or Frank Gore is not in, picked up in your league, you should probably pick him up, put him in your starting roster, because Bengals gave up like 300 yards rushing last week. Mm. So he's going to run for a while. <laughs> And then the Texans beat the Jaguars 13-12 to after a controversial Jaguars going for two at the end of the game, saying they weren't playing for overtime. They were, they were going to win or lose. Um, I, I liked going for it. I, oh. I appreciated the guts in a division game to go for it. However, the play call... <laughs> Going for it was not good. <laughs> it was a shotgun draw play to Fournette. Ooh, I wouldn't have done that. And he tried to run it in, and he almost, oh, it was, did you see it? I have not seen it. It was very, very close. Very, very close. But, what, against not what you Watt, I'm not going to run the ball, try and run the ball for three yards. <laughs> Um. Yeah, he got very close, but he didn't get it, and the Jaguars lost. And now Jalen Ramsey wants out, but we'll get to that later. Chargers lose to the Lions, thirteen to ten. Okay, here's okay. So I was at a 
wings, etc., with Nick Foster, who we had on the show a while back for college football. Um, and we were watching the Colts game on one TV, and he's a Lions fan, the poor kid. Um, and so hey. he, he was watching. He, he was watching um not for the longevity. It couldn't have been worse this year. It could be worse. <laughs> um. He, we were watching the Lions on one TV and the Colts on another, and between the two games, we saw six or seven missed kicks. Wow. That's a lot of missed kicks. Because Vinatieri missed two extra points, Tennessee's kicker missed a field goal, and the Chargers missed two field goals, and the Lions missed a field goal. Holy. And someone else might have missed something. Um, but, so... So the Chargers lose to the Lions. They were up 10-6, to 6, and then they missed a field goal, and then they missed a field goal, and then the Lions missed a field goal, and then the Lions got a touchdown, and the Chargers never won. Um, the Chargers, the penalties hurt. Uh, Justin Jackson ran for a long touchdown, got called back because of holding. Right after Austin Eckler ran for a long touchdown, got called back because of holding. Austin Eckler tried to punch it at the goal line. He fumbled. Turned the ball over. Um, a lot of miscues by the Chargers. That is a game they should have won. Mm. Really, if you ever play the Lions, you should win. Yes. Um, the, so the Lions kind of, I think the Chargers probably lost the Lions more than the Lions beat the Chargers. Yes. But regardless, it goes down as a, as a W for the Lions. Uh, the 49ers beat the Bengals 41 to 17 because the Bengals are trying to get in that class of being an awful. AJ Green is still not back. This is about the time they expected him to be back, but it will be longer. Uh, they said to check back in October. And then the Packers beat the Vikings 21 to 16. Uh, Kirk Cousins was awful. Awful. Maybe that's why I threw ten passes week one. This isn't even the prime time games. These are the games where Kirk Cousins is supposed to look decent. The prime times when he's supposed to look just terrible. The Kirk Cousins at one point I forget what he finished at, but at one point he was like four for fourteen, and it was it was just pathetic. Dalvin Cook had a huge day, huge day. Uh, and Aaron it's Jones on the Packers had a big day. Um, I definitely, I put that all at Kirk Cousins. <laughs> he was terrible. The Packers started off 21 0. Dang. So, Packers, if they would have lost, it would have been a Packers loss, but instead it was a Kirk Cousins loss. Um, <laughs> then the Bears went in Denver 16 to 14. With some drama at the end, there was a controversial roughing the passer call on, I, I think it was Bradley Chubb, against Missile Trubisky, put him up, and then they got in field goal range in Chicago. It's a very bad at field goals. Is not, still not very confident when it comes to field goals. <laughs> but all that matters is he made it. The Broncos went up late, 14 to 13. The they had the controversial call. The Bears got back down and kicked a game winner, 16 to 14. Which give Mitchell Trubisky credit. They threw it. The guy caught it. He went down. He immediately was trying to call a timeout. The clock ran out, and the refs reset it, just allowing them to and not be 0 and 2. Um. <laughs> so, however. Denver is 0-2. Um, the Bucks beat the Panthers after stopping McCaffrey. They beat them 20-14 on, on Thursday night. And then the Browns on Monday night beat the Jets 23-3. The Jets were without Sam Darnold, and then Trevor Simeon looked like his foot fell off. And mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they brought in some other guy. And that was that was about the end of that. Uh, it was actually a little bit disappointing because the Browns should have won by a lot more. Um, but Odell was doing Odell things in his no. return. I- his return to the New York Stadium. His first catch was a one-handed grab in the same corner as the other one-handed grab that made him famous. And then he had an 89-yard touchdown to cap off the night. 
Elite. Finished with, uh, I think it was six for 161 and a touchdown. Something like that. So, before we get into all of the specifics, do you have anything about the games themselves? For Jacksonville losing Nick Foles, it's kind of turned out okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, they paid a guy and it didn't work out. And uh, they- <laughs> it kind of turned out okay. <laughs> I mean, Gardner Minshew's playing pretty well. He's got a very, very good-looking mustache. Um, he's kind of taking – I think they're calling it – what, they're calling it Minshew Mania or something? He's kind of taken over the league. He has taken over the league, and I love it. <laughs> he's just it's, – mainly it's just the mustache because, like, when you look at quarterbacks, I'm pretty sure he's the only one who has a mustache besides Aaron Rodgers, which Aaron Rodgers cuts his off about – halfway through the year. I don't think he's going to get rid of his mustache, and it may become a thing. Well, if they're winning, he's not, but he's losing right now, so. But he has looked good in the losses. It could look it could be worse. There's at least a kind of, of a hope there in Jacksonville. Yeah. Could go away. But yeah, that's all I got. Okay. So, let's get into the drama. The drama. Off-field shenanigans. So, some very off-field shenanigans. Hopefully, this is about the last we'll have to talk about this. But Antonio Brown. So, well, from the standpoint of until <laughs> we find out like the final news. Yeah. Hopefully, another team isn't going to try him. But the so we um. Things just moved so fast for Antonio Brown. At the beginning of the week, he, it came out that he, decl- he they offered a $2 million something settlement agreement uh, to just make the allegation go away. And he declined it because he's not guilty. That's essentially what I'm thinking. Um, the leak did speak with his accuser on Monday. There were new allegations that came out from another <laughs> woman against him from back in 2017. Then it came out. Then I thought, this is just all going to work out because it came out that, at least in one of the cases, Antonio Brown was not going to be prosecuted due to the statute of limitations at, in the in a Pittsburgh case. Um which basically means that they just waited too long to say he did something um, and therefore cannot be investigated or whatnot. Uh, and I, I thought, of course, like he's a patriot now. The rules are different when you're a patriot. You you <laughs> you can do anything you want, and essentially you, get, you don't get anything for it. Well. As of a couple hours ago, Antonio Brown has been cut from the Patriots. Honestly, if he didn't work there, I mean, he worked on the field there. We saw that on Sunday. But if he didn't, if the Patriots are going to cut him, I don't know of another team that would be willing to. I mean, there might be a team that would say, oh, we're willing to take a chance. But the Patriots would be the team where it worked out. Um, And... (laughs) I guess something now that came out that Antonio Brown has been sending in a little bit of sending intimidating text messages to this uh, Brittany Taylor who accused him uh, because he says she's just out for money and to drop the case and whatnot. So there's a whole other thing. Um, so Antonio Brown has been cut from the Patriots. I'm assuming there's not going to be another team that picks him up until this is all finished, if it gets finished in his favor. Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah, so a lot of Antonio Brown. What What do you make of it? Um that I'm tired of Antonio Brown. Um, Aren't we all? I think we all are. <laughs> um, 
I get if if he's innocent, which he's not guilty until proven guilty. So I understand not taking the settlement because, like, if you're not guilty, why would you act like you're guilty? But I don't uh, know. I don't know him. I mean, maybe he is guilty. Maybe he's not. I'm not going to act like I know. But I understand in that aspect of not. I I don't know. I mean, I get I get that, but just to make it all go away. But it doesn't like, always go away because the same well the same kind of thing happened to Cristiano Ronaldo, who's the biggest one of the biggest soccer players in the world, and he paid to go have a case go away, and then I think five to eight years later the lady came back again and said that he forced the money on her and all that stuff. So it doesn't always just go away, but, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so let's hope this is the last of Antonio Brown for a little bit at least. For at least one episode. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, after the loss against the Texans, it came out that he is seeking – a trade from he had a he had a confrontation on the bench with the coach um and so he he requests a trade uh the jags are seeking at least one first rounder they are playing they did play thursday night uh football um and so he played for them this week so he wouldn't be uh available for week three to any other team mm-hmm. um the Chiefs are apparently in the lead for him. The Eagles have been in the conversation. He's voiced interest in both the Titans and the Raiders. Um, yeah, what, what, what do you think? So what I've heard is that Jacksonville is actually asking for two first-rounders for him. Mm. So that's why he hasn't been dealt yet, um, which maybe they will take just one first round and then like a good player or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what I've heard. Um, I think that Seattle is going to be in the running, make another Legion of the Boom with <laughs> um, Ramsey and Clowney, just make it scary over there. Um but I can also I can definitely see the Chiefs going and getting him. I mean, if you have Patrick Mahomes, you're not going to have a high first round draft pick. You're going to have the 30, 28, 28 to yeah. 30 or whatever. Well, it's, maybe it's not much. That's why a team like the Chiefs, then the Jaguars are looking for two first rounders. Yeah, like if it was that's like the why. Dolphins, they'd probably just take. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably take one of the Dolphins' picks, but then. Yeah. He would want out Miami. Why would we do that? That'd be dumb. But yeah. Um, so yeah, I could see a lot of the teams that we like are mentioned in going and getting them are teams at the end of the first round draft usually. Um, so that's why I hear they're going for two first rounds. The only thing that I think Jacksonville should do is like as the head office, they should go talk to him and say, hey, the coaching staff's going to be gone in a year. Like, at the end of the year, they're probably going to get fired. Um, just what if, Not if Minshew saves them. I think even if Minshew saves them, they're going to fire at least the defense people or something. Some, there's something there. But, yeah, I, that's as the organi- That's what I would do. I'd be like, hey, like, stick it out the rest of this year. We'll pay you some extra money. Um, we'll get a new coaching staff in here for you. Yeah, I mean, I the only thing with the Chiefs is that they've got so many players that they're already paying or going to have to pay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a how do they make it work to have add his big contract onto their team. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think he is a big personality, not necessarily like disruptive, just a big personality. Yeah, and so like having a guy like Andy Reid would probably be able to handle a guy like him. Yeah, because he's done it before. Um, 
He's handled a lot of big personalities. Yeah. I would hate for the Patriots to be able to get him. Um, they could handle his personality. Yeah. Um, he had expressed interest in Tennessee because I guess that's kind of where he's from or something. I don't know. That has to be the only reason. Uh, and Oak and Oakland. Um, and Oakland needs players as they go to Vegas. Um, yeah. The one one team is getting thrown out there because of cap space and need at the position and the team as it's currently constructed is the Colts. Hmm. How do you feel about this? I feel like I wouldn't mind having him, but I don't think the Colts don't usually get big personality guys. I don't I don't think the Colts will do it because of that. Because in free agency, we have all this money that we could spend, go out and get a big, huge guy, and we haven't done it for the last two years. So Yeah, but has anybody been as good as Jalen Ramsey? I'm not sure, but like there's still like there's big free agents that we could have gotten, but we never went and got them. So I think we have we're trusting the system, whatever system we're doing. So that's why I don't think we'll go get him. Yeah, I just I I think it would help, but it would. The, te- the team just doesn't have a history of getting guys with personalities, um, or you know like big personalities. Yeah. Um. But man, yeah, the series went down. If we get the best corner in football, like. Man, that would help. <laughs> it would help a lot. The only, the especially other, in a division where we have to play DeAndre Hopkins twice. Ugh, that'd be <laughs> very nice, actually. Um, the only reason I don't see them doing that is because I, I don't want to say we're Michael not. Thomas coming up. We've yeah. got Tyreek Hill coming up. Well, he's hurt. Yeah, but he might not. He might be back when we play him. I don't. I forget when we play the Chiefs. I don't know. But I don't know if we're sold on Jacoby yet. So I don't know if the Colts are just trying. Like they might keep this first pick to see how bad they can become this year to see who they could get. I think we just extended Jacoby. I know. So I I it's don't a know. Cheap deal. I know. I don't and that that allows for us to spend more money on other people. I would like having Jalen Ramsey if we could get it. I'd, I'd like having him for me than against me. <laughs> I would I'd like least, to see it. At least if we don't get him, send him out of the division. <laughs> so we talk about the Steelers trading for Minka Fitzpatrick. Defensive end Taco Charlton requested to be released, and then he signed with the Dolphins, which I guess that must be where you go if literally no one else wants you. I don't know about that, though, because Taco was taken in the same draft as, I believe, Minka, and was taken in the same, like, same draft as uh, Watt. I don't know what it is, the little young Watt. TJ? TJ, I knew it was a couple letters. I just couldn't remember which one. There's JJ, TJ, and uh, JJ, TJ, and DJ. I think it's TJ's who's on the Steelers. Yeah. Um. So he was taken in that draft. He's only been in the league for two years. If I was a team, I'd be very willing to be like, I'll pay you very little money to see if you have anything. Because Taco was just lost in um. The Steelers defense, or not Steelers, Cowboys defense, because they have defensive ends and they have a good defense. He, just, I think he just kind of got lost. So I don't know. I was happy to see him sign with the Dolphins. I mean, there's, that means there's some kind of hope in the organization that we have some ideas what we're doing. <laughs> we're signing young, young people who could have talent. He was a first round pick, um, and his name is Taco. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Um, so I feel like other teams should have had some kind of interest. I don't know if there was. He signed really quick with the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Oh, here was a big story. The Giants 
have Bench Eli Manning. Daniel Jones is the starter now. Do the I mean lots of questions. Do you think it's the end of Eli? Yeah, I think it's the end of Eli. I think if anything, Eli will sign a one year deal somewhere else to a team that lost its quarterback. I don't know. And maybe not probably not even that. But it's it's the end of his career. He's I don't I don't know how old he is. He's thirty seven or eight. He was in the same draft as Philip Rivers and Ben Roethlisberger. And I've well, I've say Big Ben's done, which coincides with Eli being done. But I haven't said Phillips done because Phillips pretty solid still. Yeah, but I think the two, both of them. Um, to be fair, Eli probably could have been done four or five years ago. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. I think it's got to be the end of Eli. Like, he should just retire now. Retire mid-game like uh, Vontae Davis did <laughs> as well. I mean, you're not going to play, probably. Um, but they want him to be there to mentor Jones. Yeah. But it's a new, new New York team. They are run first now. Do you think Jones makes it? I don't know. What do you mean by makes it? Do you think, like, next year they're saying, yeah, this is our guy? I I think next year they will say, yes, this is this is our guy, because I don't, if anything, he's going to be just a little bit better than Eli is right now, which will make it okay. I mean, if you're just okay, you will have Barkley. And it'll be fine. Here's the thing. Over the offseason, they said that Eli had like two more years. Apparently he had two more games. <laughs> yeah. Why, if you're only going to give him two games, why would you not just start with Jones <laughs> and make that call at the beginning of the season? So... Well, I agree. I don't know. I have. It depends on the quarterback, honestly. I but you've got on me for saying this quarterback should start, this quarterback shouldn't start, blah 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 blah. But I think, in all actuality, no rookie quarterback should start week one. Only well, because what is the difference between week one and week three? They're at, they're in the stadium. I mean, I, mean, I guess two weeks for them to be a smart. Yeah, two <laughs> weeks. But I think being at the game and like seeing how the game goes on, because the backup quarterback is, I think, I does he give the plays to the quarterback? I don't know. He gives some kind of signals. He has a clipboard and all that stuff. So like, I think that helps them, like move from the college football where you're the star into the NFL where everybody can be stars because they were all stars in college, basically. (laughs) And it allows the transition to be a little bit more fluid. But yeah, I think, yeah, I think it'll be okay. I think they'll, they'll run with him for a few years. And if it doesn't work out, I mean, they'll be back at the bottom and draft another quarterback. But they could have... If they would have made this call, gotten rid of Eli and maybe kept Odell, and then you're bringing Jones in with Odell and Saquon instead of that'd been a lot nicer. (laughs) (laughs) But then Odell wouldn't be in Cleveland with Baker (laughs) and Jarvis, his best buddy since high school. But the Browns jerseys are so ugly. They're so um, ugly. <laughs> but it's okay. I, I, you know, I would wear one. I just got an Odell jersey. You got an Odell jersey? Yeah. Cool. Did it you was get one? Okay. So it was cheaper. Um, no, there was. Yeah. yeah. I was. Uh, the Browns jerseys are so ugly. I. <laughs> you know, I would. There's only. 
And and Odell is so New York to me. He's not Cleveland. No, I th- he's very much New York. I think he wanted to go to Cleveland because Jarvis was there, and Jarvis is his best buddy. But if he could have gotten Jarvis to come to New York? Oh, he'd have been all about that. I think he <laughs> was all about that, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I would have a Jarvis jersey. I like Jarvis. I love Jarvis. He's my buddy. But I can't. I I can't wear a Browns jersey. It's, it's so it's literally like I'm wearing poop. Here's maybe one year they'll come to the Colts. May that would be a dream. We will both buy jerseys that year. Odell and Landry and Ty in the slot. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> All right, we got off track. Okay. Yeah. Year of the backups. So. so yeah. So this year, it's week three, and we have one, two, three, four, six backup quarterbacks starting. Technically seven. Technically seven. We'll get to that in a second. Technically eight. Maybe. Okay. A lot of teams have backup quarterbacks starting. So the big one is Jacoby Brissett, which Andrew Luck retired. We've talked about that. Jacoby's still a pretty good player. He probably was the best backup in the league. Jacksonville lost Nick Foles and Gardner Minshew, who he's pretty good. He's all right. He's done pretty good so far. He's got some swagger. <laughs> he was handing out L's in the first quarter of uh, Thursday night's game. Literally, he held up the L to the camera. It was kind oh. of kind of cocky, and it kind of was cool. I liked it. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's in. So he's in Jacksonville. Mason Rudolph has taken over for Big, for Big Ben. Um, all the Steeler fans thinks he thinks he's great. Um, we will see. I don't know. Uh, then Teddy Bridgewater's taking over for Drew Brees. Kyle Allen is taking over for Cam Newton, who was ruled out this week for foot injury. I know he's wearing a boot. He's hurt. Something like that. Um, and then the Jets are actually on their, their second third, backup. Yeah, second backup, third string. Um, which, if you look at Luke Falk, which is his name for the Jets, um, he has very similar situation slash measurements as another quarterback in the league. I'm pretty sure you know it, Bo, just because of the one. So he was the this the quarterback that I'm talking about that Luke Falk compares to. Um, they're both taken at 199 overall. They're both 6'4". They're both 24 at the age of their first start. Week three was their first start, which will be this week. Um, they both were facing uh, legend well legendary quarterbacks. Um, and they both came in relief of an injured quarterback. Do you know who it is, Bo? I I know. <laughs> but isn't this? It's kind of weird how this is all. Do you know the legendary quarterback that Tom Brady is who we're talking about? In case you didn't know, um. Do you know which legendary quarterback Tom Brady played in his first start? I never cared to find out. <laughs> well, you you kind of should know. Oh, it was a Peyton. Yeah, it was Peyton. And folks, first oh, his first start. Yeah. His first start. He came in relief in week two, which yeah. um, did Falk, but week yeah. three was first start. Um. And the Jets are facing the Patriots, which kind of the Jets are going to lose, but it's cool. There's a lot of similarities. Apparently, this kid is. Those better be the only similarities. Those better. I mean, he could be good and everything. I'd be cool if the Jets were okay. Like, he can be good. Patriots. He better not be as hateful, hateful as or hateable as Tom Brady is. I don't think that's possible. <laughs> but, all right, moving on. Then technically backup quarterback, if you're is, is Daniel Jones and Josh Rosen. Oh yeah, Daniel Jones is the backup quarterback, and then Josh Rosen, 
quotation marks backup quarterback really shouldn't have been the backup quarterback in the first place because even if you're tanking you traded the second round draft pick for him so i don't know i'm still confused what we're doing but he is starting this week so the dolphins kind of figured something out or this this surprised me because I thought they were just maybe they thought Fitzpatrick was getting a little comfortable so now they're trying to knock it back down again. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, the Dolphins linebacker I saw this today. Dolphins linebacker claimed that in the game against the Patriots this week, a ref told him to go easy on Brady. I'm sure. <laughs> I mean. I'm sure this linebacker is probably like a rookie or a second year or something like that who's trying to make the team still and just stay in the league, and he's going hard and probably has gotten close to Tom Brady a few times, might have hit him once. I don't really know. And the ref was like, yo, no. So I could I could believe it. I don't know. If you look at him and we think you breathed wrong, we'll we'll throw the flag on you just so you know. I don't know. Yeah, I can believe it very much. I think we all <laughs> all everybody can who everybody now, a Patriot fan. Here's here might give you a good laugh. Speaking of Tom Brady, during last night's Thursday night football game, thir- Tom Brady uh, went to Twitter to announce that he had turned off Thursday night football. Because he couldn't take the ridiculous penalties anymore. There are just too many penalties being called. This is absolutely just what Yeah. <laughs> a guy who has benefited from rules his entire career. Yeah. I mean, there are multiple rules that were made because of Tom Brady. <laughs> That's... That's doing something right if you're a quarterback, though, I have to say. If they're making rules to make you not do stuff, you're doing something right. Or very, very wrong. Not sure which. Bo doesn't like it. Bo's shaking his head like a two-year-old, saying, no, no, no. No. The league (laughs) made a rule (laughs) not only to help you to give you an advantage <laughs> with no other pl- I don't I've never seen anything like it um but for Tom Brady to be complaining about referees calling penalties that's just a whole another level of I hate him and the so the we mentioned the fire in the Colts Titans game uh, the, before the game, one of the uh, things on the field caught on fire and made a massive fire on the field. The NFL has placed a ban on all on-field fireworks. I mean... That's a bummer. It's a bummer, but, I mean, it's also, like, smart on the NFL because it's about... I mean, it was going to happen eventually. Something was going to happen. <laughs> So, might as well just stop it. They can ban this, but they need to bring back the ability to dunk on the goalpost. That'd be cool. I still don't get that. What I is- don't either. It's only because of Jimmy Graham. He bent the goalpost. Yeah. He had to. They had to bring it back out, get the little lever or level, and everything. <laughs> it's kind of fun to watch. But yeah. Yeah. And then a couple of NBA headlines. We'll just really one one before. Yeah. So uh, they were looking at things. So the NBA Board of Governors passed stricter measures to punish tampering and salary cap circumvention. There's an increase in fines. The previous max was five million. Now it's at ten million. That team can be fined for tampering. Um, really, that one's not a big deal in the grand scheme of things. Teams will pay an extra $10 million to get a guy in his prime. Yeah. Um, and they're not going to, no one's going to report a role player being tampered with, or it's really just the stars. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the league can take draft picks. That one means a little more, um, depending on which team you are. I mean, if you're getting a big star, that draft pick's not going to be worth much. Um, <laughs> The, uh, they will have annual random audits um, where they'll just pick five teams and 
investigate, and then if there's if they believe there's cause, they will undertake a more in-depth investigation. And top team officials are now required to save communication with agents for one year. So trying to get the tampering a little bit under control. There was a lot of it. That's what. Yeah, there's a. Uh, there's probably a reason why the Patriots cut Antonio Brown is because they didn't want to be under an investigation by the league because, you know, once the league starts an investigation, who knows what they'll find under the Patriots and what they've gotten away with. But, yeah, that's essentially all we've got this week. We're week two of the NFL. Do you have any closing thoughts, Casey? Um, just that I forgot to check our Twitter um, poll results there. Oh, okay. Um, I just realized that. Um, so give me a second, <laughs> and I will go find our poll results from Twitter. So the Twitter one, we got nine votes. I don't know if they're the same people who voted, and they just did it on Twitter as well, but thank you. So 56% think that we're going to have six or less uh, wins, the Colts. Ah. Uh, and 44% think we'll have seven or more. So Twitter's a little more uh, skeptic. Yes. Does not surprise me. That's that's where all the cynics go is Twitter. <laughs> yes. I like it. Uh, thank you. Everybody. Very, very on-brand Twitter. If you're listening, tweet us. Just get our, get our name out there for the peoples. We would like yeah. to grow. Shout out to uh, Mike Klinger, who messaged me to make sure that we were still making episodes because he wanted to listen to one. So, hey, thanks. Hey, look at that. We never talk NASCAR, though. I don't know anything about NASCAR. You would rope in Mike so quick if we talk (laughs) NASCAR. I know they go in circles, sometimes ovals. I know they make left turns (laughs) at least two every lap. At least. I know, they, I know they waste our resources, and that's why gas is so high in price. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he'll never listen again. I'm sorry. I know they make uh, good white noise for naps. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nothing quite like the soft buzz of a NASCAR race. <laughs> <laughs> oh... Uh, so that's all we got this week we will be back next week with week three news maybe Jalen Ramsey will be traded by the next time um, who knows what's going to happen in the next seven to ten days yeah yeah. as always like us on Facebook at Sports Shenanigans HM. Follow us on Twitter at Sports Shenanigans. Send us an email at HMSShenanigans at gmail.com. Subscribe to the podcast with whatever, on whatever service you're listening to this podcast on so that you always get the new episodes. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell you the guys the street. Yeah. You already, you already know you don't need to listen to any other sports show if you listen to ours. We got it all have it all and we're much more time effective than if you were paying attention to anyone else i was telling i forget these people they have shows every day they're putting out three hours of radio that's 15 hours a week you don't have 15 hours you got one maybe one and a half that's where we come in we get you everything you need to know and we tell you what's right and you don't need anyone else to tell you anything about what's going on in sports we work hard so you don't have to that's what our motto here at sports shenanigans i might have to edit that out i feel like that's someone else's <laughs> that's what I was thinking. i'm like i mean i think that's someone else's we can go with it can't think of who it is i'm gonna google it <laughs> that's what i'm quick. doing Oh, yep, slogan. That's the first thing that comes up. Who yep. is it? Scrubbing bubbles. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, my goodness. 
scrubbing. This is the brain you get at this show. That's why you don't have to listen to anyone else. Oh, my word. How did that? My word. Scrubbing bubbles. <laughs> Man, I really wish that wasn't someone's. That'd be awesome. We'd make t-shirts. Yeah, I'd be real. I'd love to be able to just come up with that on the spot. Somewhere in the subconscious of my mind, I came up with scrubbing bubbles slow. <laughs> Let me tell you one thing. There's not another sports show that would give you that. That that type of content can only be found on sports shenanigans. Oh, my. I'm trying to think. Is there anything? Uh, I think you, you know. You, you you find us on Facebook, Twitter. We're gonna have polls that you guys participate in. You you know. You email us uh, like Peter did last week. Really, other than Peter, we just get we have a lot of foreign friends that want to give us money and lots of it. Um. The uh, let's see. You know, subscribe. Yeah, subscribe, and that's that. That's, think, that's about the whole dance. Tell your friends and family. Word of mouth is the best thing you can do. So Yeah, it is. So just, just here here's what I want you to do this week. I want you If you haven't told anybody about sports shenanigans, I want you to tell one person. <laughs> if you have told people about sports shenanigans, I want you to tell one more person than the number of people you've told. Let's just keep telling people that there's a show out there called Sports Shenanigans, and it does everything you need if you want to know about sports. We're the perfect source for any sports fan. You can be a a diehard. You're going to get all the information. If you're a casual, you're going to get all the information in an hour. You don't have to devote a bunch of time to know what you're talking about. You go to social gatherings. You're not a moron. Yeah. That's really all we want in life is to go to social gatherings and not be morons. <laughs> Unless that's your stick. Some, pe- some people, they have to be the moron because there's no other way for them to go. Um, but you don't have to be that. You have a choice if you listen to this show. Just think about it. You devote an hour a week. Over the next 17 weeks, you show up to that Super Party, Super Bowl party you go to every year, where you, you just don't know. You just you don't know anything. You're you always just talking up with the girls in the kitchen while the guys are in there watching the game and screaming, and you don't get it. You'll get it this year. All I'm saying is, you devote less than a day over the next five months by listening to this show, and you're gonna walk in that Super Bowl party, and all the guys who think. Man, his girl's cute, but she's kind of doofy. His, his girl's cute, but, man, she just doesn't seem to know much. A little bit of an airhead. You're going to show them up. You're going to have the right opinions. They might not agree with you, but you know that that makes them the idiot. This show, this show, this this is for everybody. Casual, non-casual. Tell your friends. That's... That's all you got to do. Tell people. Save some, you know, help someone know things about sports. And isn't that the greatest reward in itself? Whew. Sorry, I just had to get that off my chest. I, I <laughs> There's my sales pitch. You come for the sports, you stay for the comedy. I'm here all the time. That's it for this week here at Sports Shenanigans. We will catch you on the flippity flip next week.